The Other Side of Midnight. 77 Local Spotlight. Good morning, everyone. This is The Other Side of Midnight on 77 WABC. I'm Frank Morano. Well, there is a war between New York and New Jersey right now over red light cameras. And it is getting nasty and nastier by the day. New York is threatening a $50 non-cooperation fee for New Jersey drivers entering the city. Listen to this. This is in response to New Jersey's legislation, a bill put forward by, I believe it's State Senator Declan O'Scanlan. He's always the guy opposing red light cameras and speed cameras and that kind of thing. It's in response to this bill that would bar the state of New York, uh, would bar the state of New Jersey, excuse me, from helping the state of New York enforce red light and speed camera tickets. They've recently made it so that the speed camera tickets are 24 hours in operation. And these speed camera tickets never used to affect me because I'm nocturnal. I will drive in at odd hours. Since they've made this change to 24-hour speed cameras, it has cost me about $350. $350 gone just to, because I was driving 40 miles per hour on this one speed camera on Richmond Avenue instead of 30 miles per hour. Evidently, fines them and the revenue raised from these speed cameras since they switched it to 24-hour operation is absolutely through the roof. So Eric Adams, uh, the mayor of the city of New York, took issue with this New Jersey bill. Why would you have a bill like that? Speed cameras save lives. What we're trying to do around congestion pricing and other things, you know, Sharing of information is important. I don't know why someone would create a bill like that. It makes no sense to me. Those are quotes from the mayor. New York City fought to have these speed cameras running 24-7, they say, to improve street safety. Those of us that are cynical think it's more about revenue than safety. So the New Jersey state senator that's sponsoring the bill that's at the center of this debate says that the state could impose its own $100 fee for New Yorkers to enter New Jersey. So you keeping track? <laughs> New York is now threatening. New Jersey is threatening to prohibit New York from collecting the speed camera and the red light camera fees from New Jersey drivers. And we talked about this at the time. And exactly what I was concerned about is happening. This retaliation and one-upsmanship is leading to a dangerous space. So now the New York people are saying, okay, well, you don't want to do that. We're going to charge you a $50 non-cooperation fee just for driving into New York. New Jersey says, all right, you want to do that? We're going to charge New Yorkers a $100, I don't know what you call it, a spite fee for driving into New Jersey. I don't know how this all ends up, but I think it's a a safe assumption that it'll result in all of us spending more money while politicians get to spend a lot of time sending out press releases and mugging for the cameras. To be continued. The Other Side of Midnight. Local Spotlight. Good morning, everyone. This is The Other Side of Midnight on 77 WABC. I'm Frank Moreno. If you haven't heard, the pandemic is over. Joe Biden has said so. Kathy Hochul has said so. Leading health officials have said so. And if you walk around, the vast majority of people are walking around without a mask. They're shaking hands. They're kissing one another. In fact, at the Columbus Day Parade yesterday, I've never been kissed so much by strangers in my life. And those were just the men. 
What do you expect when there's a lot of Italians walking around? But the point is this. There are still far too many forums, still far too many places, still far too many government bodies that are having their meetings remotely. Look, I recognize the convenience involved in participating in a meeting remotely rather than in person. When we have our regular Friday meetings, I wish sometimes that I could participate remotely instead of sticking around until 7 a.m. I get the efficiency involved in letting people participate in these meetings from wherever they are in their pajamas. But the fact of the matter is there's something about having a meeting in person which builds a sense of camaraderie, which allows you to read body language, which doesn't allow you to simply Uh, simply opt out of paying attention to the meeting so easily. And there's all sorts of things that you notice when a meeting is held in person. And if you read the Robert Putnam book, Bowling Alone, it's over 20 years old now, but I think it's more relevant today than ever. What we've seen is a decline in things like bowling leagues, a decline in fraternal organizations. At the same time, we've seen an uptick in things like depression and anxiety. I don't think that is a coincidence. I think we need to be encouraging more people to interact with their neighbors, their friends, their coworkers, their colleagues, their government officials in person and not do it remotely. We're seeing uh, we're seeing in-person offices start to come back. And I say start to come back. There are still a lot of jobs that let you work remotely two, three, four days a week. And I think we need to get to a place where we are doing things in person again. You know what we used to call doing things in person? Doing things normally. What about it? Let's get back to meeting one another in person. Beam me up. To be continued. The Other Side of Midnight. 77 Local Spotlight. It was great to be a part of 77 WABC's live and continuous coverage of the Columbus Day Parade yesterday. As uh, I hope you were able to gather from yesterday's broadcast, the Columbus Day Parade means a great deal to me. And the continuing tradition of celebrating Columbus Day means a great deal. So it was great to have a ringside seat for the festivities. It was an incredibly fun parade. It was great to be able to sit between our owner, John Katzenmatidis, and Angelo Vivolo the entire time and uh, talk about Columbus Day and see all the folks that were coming over to them. Also great to have some of that uh, terrific Grimaldi's pizza. I was able to resist the temptation to have one of those Uncle Giuseppe's cannolis, although they look pretty delicious. But I did want to give credit to all of the politicians that showed up. I never thought I would see the day when it became a controversial thing to show up at a Columbus Day parade, and yet now that is the era in which we're living. So for everybody that showed up, Congressman Andrew Garbarino, uh, Republican and Democrat, and Congressman Lee Zeldin, the mayor of the city of New York, Eric Adams, the state controller, Tom DiNapoli. I didn't see uh, Governor Kathy Hochul, but I'm told that she was there. Uh, For everybody that showed up, I I give them a lot of credit because in this ultra-woke era in which we're living in, where Christopher Columbus is public enemy number one, I'm sure there were some folks, especially among the Democrats, there were some folks on the staff of all these elected officials 
that said, well, why don't you avoid controversy? Why don't you stay away from this one? Why don't you avoid having to answer questions about how horrible a person Christopher Columbus was and skip it? Uh, so for everybody that attended that parade, I, especially the politicians and especially the Democrats, where the left usually has a difficult time with this kind of thing, I give them a lot of credit. And uh, I was glad to see everybody there. And I was glad to see all of you there. A lot of great listeners came out. It was a real pleasure to meet so many of you that say you stay up listening each and every day and obviously it was a really rewarding experience to be able to see so many of my colleagues on the 77 WABC float. I mean you see you look at where we are as a radio station these days having not only a broadcast booth but an entire float in the uh, Columbus Day parade this is light years from where we were two years ago and I really think this is all due to the tremendous revolution that we've experienced since uh, June of 2020 or shortly there, uh, shortly before that when John Katzmatidis purchased this station. I shudder to think what things would be like if uh, he never purchased this station, but I'm certainly glad that he did. Beam me up! To be continued. The Other Side of Midnight. 77 Local Spotlight. All right, ladies and gentlemen, one more hour to go. But if you're a Francophile or a Moranaholic, you may just have one more hour of me left in your day. That's right. I have been summoned to fill in for the first hour of the Bernie and Sid show here on 77 WABC. Obviously, Bernard McGurk has passed away, and Sid Rosenberg is actually going to be taking off this morning to attend Bernie's funeral out on uh, Long Island. So I'm going to be filling in for the first hour of the show, and Lydia Serrani, who does a great job, is going to be filling in from 7 until 10 p.m. I would hope everybody will tune in on WABCRadio.com for two reasons. One, our bosses pay pretty close attention to the streaming numbers. So if a lot of people see that uh, that the numbers go up when I'm filling in, then that makes things look good for me internally. Two, I have to be honest with you. I am totally and completely exhausted. So I'm going to be giving a few hot topics out at the top of the hour, and then I'd like to take some phone calls. And if you're kind enough to call in from 6 to 7, that'll help me get through the hour a bit more easily. So I do hope you'll tune in uh, to the first hour, the, the whole four hours of the Bernie and Sid show, but especially the first hour with me, Frank Morano, from 6 until 7. And then uh, one quick reminder, and I might remind you of this one or two more times between now and the weekend. This Sunday is going to be the National Psoriasis Foundation Walk at the Bronx Zoo. I have a team. Uh, I'm encouraging people to walk with me. And if you can't walk with me, uh, our team's called the Frank Footers. If, you're, if you can't walk with me, I'm hoping that at the very least you'll make a small contribution uh, where right now I think second in terms of fundraising out of all the teams at the walk and if a bunch of people listening to this right now make a small contribution we can help narrow that gap so if you want to do that uh, I have the link on my Facebook page at facebook.com slash Morano fan that's facebook.com slash Morano fan if you do choose to walk it's a great event hopefully we're going to have some nice weather but it'll also include admission to the zoo so you don't have to pay admission to the zoo you can go and see the animals and walk around 
around and do your thing. Uh, but if you want to make a contribution, even if it's $5 or $10, just go to Facebook.com slash MoranoFan. Beam me up! To be continued. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com. 